Fram, what you got? Oh, check this out. Sony Music acquiring a major stake in Michael Jackson's catalog valued at $1.2 billion plus. Wait, wait a minute. I thought he sold his catalog. Oh, no, he bought McCartney's catalog, right? That's right. This is his publishing and recorded masters. And they're saying after the $1.2 billion, it could be more. Billboard reports that Sony will pay at least $600 million for the stake. If this is accurate, the deal is the biggest for a single music artist asset to date. How are they going to divvy that Jackson that up? That is massive. Massive. Is that the biggest ever? It will be the biggest ever. Wow. Shocking. Um, you know what I'd love to see? You know, Billy Joel's been doing those Madison Square Garden dates, and I think this is the last year, but the 100th concert at MSG Residency is going to air as a two-hour event Sunday, April the 14th. Finally, we're going to get to see it. If You know, you're going to get to see all the hits, too. But it has been announced. It'll be on CBS, The Piano Man, Sunday, April 14th at 9 p.m. Okay, all of these award shows that are happening, you know, the Oscars are just around the corner. Well, over the weekend, they had the DGA Awards, the director ones. Guess who took the top honor? Ooh. Christopher Nolan yeah. took the top honor for Oppenheimer. I'm not surprised there, are you? No, you knew that. I mean, it was either him or Nolan. Yeah, well, it is. Oh, you're saying no? Oh, yeah, I'm, I meant him or what's the other big one? You're talking about... Uh, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yes. I'm still a little cloudy with my stopped up head. Oh, no, I know. I know you. I'll take over for you. It'll Thank be you. Okay. Wow, the Golden Bachelorette ready to bloom oh, as ABC yeah. launches the latest spinoff. I'm not cloudy on that. I didn't love this Golden Bachelor. It did so well in the ratings, but it just. Ugh. A lot of people didn't like uh, Gary Turner. Jerry. I don't, I don't spelled know. Spelled funky. Jerry Turner. A lot of people didn't like him, but you know it was only a matter of time with that success that they would do the Golden Bachelorette. Yeah. And then they announced that the Bachelorette has been renewed for its 21st season, scheduled to air in the summer. It's not going anywhere. That thing is just not. They're just cashing it in. And now spanning out, you have Bachelor in Paradise, now you have Golden Bachelorette, Golden Bachelor, Regular Bachelor, Regular Bachelorette. Yeah, what's going to be the next spinoff? The, I don't know. Golden I, chi- Child Bachelor? I, I, I mean, no. I don't even know what could be next. <laughs> crazy. I don't. First of all, I don't understand how this could happen. After receiving some bad press for allegedly pulling out of Matt Reif's comedy show at Radio City over the weekend, uh, Pete Davidson said, it's not exactly the truth. Inside sources say that Pete Davidson did not ditch Matt Reif at the last minute. It turns out he was apparently never scheduled to be the opener. Sources reveal that Matt had extended the invitation for him to join him at the show, but Pete told Matt that he just couldn't make it work. There seems to have led to some misunderstanding between what Matt was told and what his team was told. The insiders add that Pete has nothing but love for his buddy, Matt Reif. But how does that happen? Wouldn't you have a contract if you were going to open or be part of his show? I think because dude twists it up knowing he's going to get pressed. I don't know why people continue to feed this fool. This was the guy who said he hates Atlanta. This was the guy oh, who hates Atlanta. This is Atlanta. the guy that everybody hates. Yeah, but he sells out these shows. I don't get it. I don't find him funny. He's vile. He was. I saw some clip of something from one of those shows, and he's going back and forth with a, disab- a disabled person in the crowd. And... He's making fun of them, but he's trying to make it look like he's not. But he totally is. He's just 
not a nice dude. Yeah, I just thought that was a very strange mix-up. I, I don't know. Have you seen the little teaser of Brittany Mahomes for Sports Illustrated? Yes. Yes, this is going to debut very soon in their, their 60th anniversary of Sports Illustrated. And uh, it's it's not out yet, but she did release before the Super Bowl a teaser I gotta say, she looks pretty hot, Barnes. Hey guys, it's Brittany Mahomes here, and I am in Belize shooting my rookie season with Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. So would she have that gig if hubby wasn't the half a billion dollar man winning Super Bowls? Maybe not, but you have to admit she looks fantastic. Yeah, she was an athlete also. Yeah, she looks really good. That whole crew, man, is on is on over, what you call it, um, watch. Over saturation watch. That whole crew in that box. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah all, all, man, Taylor needs to go away for a little while, don't you think? I mean, she's been an entire NFL season in our face. It's funny because she went away for, you know, she had that quiet life before. Right. And now it's full on. Now she's slamming beers on jumbotrons. I mean, look how far she's come. We did see uh, Sylvester Stallone recently in a Super Bowl ad, but on the Today Show, he said he still felt numb to the feeling of Carl Weathers passing. It still chokes me up. I was numb to the fact because I saw him as Superman. Yeah. He really was. He had the voice, the talent, the humor. Yeah. He had it all. So he, I couldn't have made it without him because he just brought that element. I would love to have known what the family was pitched for them to go ahead and run those ads that the Carl Weathers Super Bowl ads because it said like it finally went on. I know. said either thank you Carl or something and it had the date um, of you know birth and death and I was surprised to see it. I'm sure we'll get the backstory. Okay, a trailer has been released for this upcoming documentary, Quiet on Set, which contains allegations against former Nickelodeon TV show creator Dan Schneider. This is going to run on ID Network. It's a four-part docu-series that does sort of a deep dive into his behavior while running all of these kid shows, Barnes, that were hugely successful, like iCarly, Drake and Josh, The Amanda Show, Zoe 101. Those are all the big ones. All the big ones. He is a former child actor himself. He helped launch the careers of Amanda Bynes, Jamie Lynn Spears, Miranda Cosgrove. However, a press release states that Quiet on Set is going to reveal this insidious environment rife with allegations of abuse, sexism, racism, inappropriate dynamics with underage stars and the crew. It's going to start March 17th and 18th on ID. Listen to this trailer. It was a toxic environment. It made me trust people less. We were there for so many hours. You get comfortable with people until you're not. I had no idea what I was saving my son from. It was a house of horrors. Mm, Shocking. Wow, after all these years, Sam Waterston will make his final appearance on NBC's Law & Order. He joined the show in 1994, Barnes. Yeah, it's the fifth season, and uh, he has reprised the role in spinoffs. He said, it's time has come for me to move on and take Jack McCoy with me. There's sadness in leaving, but I'm just too curious about what's next. Wasn't he a senator, or did he run for Senate, or at some point? I don't know, but I have to say, he was on that show forever. It's got to be tough to leave after all those years. you got to be tough to leave that paycheck. Just for, I mean, I mean, those guys just talk about procedural. Every week they just run it through. 
Okay, I love this story. Molly Ringwald <laughs> revealing on the Search Engine podcast that she had a crush on a fellow student in eighth grade who became just as famous as she was. Who was that? Jason Bateman. We went to school together in eighth grade, although we never talked. I kind of would sort of sneak glances at him. He was very cute. <laughs> who doesn't have a crush on Jason Bateman? <laughs> I know. I love Jason Bateman. Uh, so I thought this was a funny story. 82-year-old Martha Stewart set the record straight on what work she had done. Quote, I don't think a lot about age, but I don't want to look my age at all. And that's why I really work hard at it. She had her cosmetic dermatologist on the latest episode of her podcast, and she's done fillers in the cheeks, some muscle relaxing injections in her jaw and neck, different skin tightening procedures. She also admitted to having a bad experience with Botox. Quote, my eyebrows kind of go up in a V, and that looks unnatural because I don't have lines in my forehead. Of course, she said she does watch what she eats and does Pilates. Do you remember when we all did Botox? I can't remember if you did it. Remember we? It was- I don't think I did because I think I. I don't think I was there. Oh, you weren't there that day. Jimmy and I both did it. I remember getting it right between the eyes. Was that? that was like when Botox for this was like twenty years ago. Which is crazy because it doesn't seem know. like it was that long ago. But I remember them coming in and they tried it on us, and it just felt like a little, not a bee sting, but like a little, just like yeah. the needle just barely yeah. punctures. You've never done Botox ever. Ever. You're, you don't have really like any lines like that, though. I do. I do. I have like a, a lot of lines around my eyes. I don't know if they shoot you up there or not. I'm not an expert, no. <laughs> but I can hook you up with some people, Fram, right down the street, probably. They're, they're everywhere. Brought to you by... Someone that has Botox. John Bon Jovi detailing how it feels to be back on stage 19 months after he said he had surgery for a vocal cord injury. Remember, he sounded kind of rough for a while. Well, he's getting roasted with all those the dudes on uh, TikTok and Instagram that put the ISOs out of the singers. He's been one that's been attacked a lot. I know, and I wonder if it's because of the vocal cord situation. Because he's only 61. He opened up about his help at Hulu's panel for this uh, new documentary, Thank You, Good Night, at the TV Critics Press Tour in Pasadena. He explained that he's ready to talk about his vocal surgery. I pride myself on having been a true vocalist. I've sung with Pavarotti. I know how to sing. I've studied the craft for 40 years. I'm not a stylist who just barks and howls. I know how to sing. Oh, well, thank you for that, John. He got famous early. He must have been really young. He's only 61. Yeah, he, he looks good. You know, he was just the person of the year at Music Cares in L.A., Okay, I've been seeing all of this and trying to remember where I know this person's name. It's because she was on our show. Who? Bobby Altoff. Well, you know, she's getting a divorce now. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. All that whole Drake thing where they're in bed doing the interview. I don't think that has anything to do with it, but... She had a very nice post about her husband, Corey, on TikTok. I, I read it. She cited irreconcilable differences in divorce documents and listed the date of their separation as July 4th. 2023. Which is another clue that was there some, like, was there a cheat situation? Was there, because she was a mommy blogger before her whole podcast thing. Mommy blogger before, and then she said, you know, um, while our relationship did not work out as husband and wife, we will always be friends and I will always love him. I don't know how she keeps up. I mean, the shtick gets old after a while. She had that burst of all the big stuff, but she's, she's out there, but she's not really... I don't know if she gets the, as many views as she used to. I know. I just, it randomly came up on my TikTok feed because I, I don't think I follow her, but. Exciting July 4th. It makes you think there was a house party and 
she was doing something bad. I don't know. Mark Ruffalo, love him as an actor. He was honored with the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, presented the award by none other than his 13 Going on 30 co-star, Jennifer Garner. They even did a little thriller duet together, a little dance move, as she made her way to the podium. Here's Jennifer Garner. I wonder if these esteemed ladies enjoyed Mark's anxiety as much as I did. (laughs) I wonder if he tried to drop out of their films like he did out of ours after the first rehearsal of the thriller dance. I was... I I love when actors do great things. Christian Bale, this is a great story. Christian Bale broke ground Wednesday on a new housing development near L.A. with a single purpose to keep siblings in the foster care system together under one roof. He says, quote, imagine the absolute pain and the trauma of losing your parents or being torn from your parents and then losing your brothers and sisters on top of that. That's no way to treat kids. I hope that the village will be the first of many. These are our children, and we must help our children. What a great example, you know, for all the bad in Hollywood, for, for someone to step up. And that takes a lot of effort, man, to, to run that thing. Remember we talked about um, rock and roll fantasy camp? Oh, yeah, I saw this story. It's been around a long time where you can jam with, you know, one of your heroes or some legends. Well... Don't throw that legend legend term around too much. This one's not bad, though. This spring, the 2024 edition of Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp has been announced with Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Chad Smith. Okay, that's good. Uh, Noodles from The Offspring. Okay. And Nick Hexum from 311. Yep. Normally, they do classic rock dudes. This is actually really cool. Okay, so now take us one step past that. And how's that other list looking? Isn't there like a like the dudes that are like the ushers? Yes, yes. Now, the four-day the four day camp runs April the 18th through the 21st, in case you want to go. The ushers. I mean, the camp, the camp counselors. Yes, I'm sorry. the counselors are, you'll have to help me with this, Derek St. Holmes from Ted Nugent. Yeah, guitarist, I think. Bruce Kulik from Kiss. Yeah. Todd Moores from The Offspring. Oh, Vinny Apice from Black Sabbath. Apice. And Dio. Yep. Is that how you say his name? I think. Gary Hoey and Tommy Black, who played with Scott Weiland. And then um, Britt Lightning from Vixen, among <laughs> okay. others. You can stop. Once you get to the Vixen, you can just stop. Yeah. It culminates with a pair of gigs at the Whiskey A Go-Go and the Viper Room. You could probably go to the Vixen dude's house and just ask him to jam without paying uh, the five grand or whatever it is. I think, okay, wait. Would you like to know the price? Packages range from $2,400 oh, to okay. $5,999. Okay. Okay, there you go. The Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp 2024. There's your sleaze.